Warning, this podcast contains bad words and stories about drugs and sex and overthrowing the government. Proceed with caution. Thank you. And now on to our show. Wake up, brother, we got nothing to do. Let's go outside, just me and you, and build a fort. We'll pack a lunch, won't be home till after dark. Then after dinner, we can sneak back out. You know that high school girl I've been telling you about? Well, she gets undressed about a quarter to nine, and we can watch her do it from the big old pie next door. She got a room on the second floor. Well, looks like another fucked up day in Dan Kelly, Dan Kelly, Dan Kelly. Well, this is episode 142 of the Daughter of God cast. My name is Dan Kelly. Shri Fuji Split. Uh, episode 142, Ride in a Car, Season 4, Choice, Daughter of God cast. Oh yeah, it's a little bit late, and uh, it's a Thursday already. We're not only is it a little bit late at night, but it's also a little bit late getting this podcast done. Let me tell you what happened. I was recording this podcast yesterday. Yesterday, on my way up to Traverse City, and uh, had to go and check on a prop that was being fabricated up there. Hang on. Let's get this little thing adjusted here. I'll tell you about this in a second. There we go. Uh, a, prop, a prop that was being fabricated up in Traverse City. I had to go check on it and make sure that the process was going well. So I brought my camera and my recorder in the car with me and uh, recorded a really great kind of off-the-cuff improvisational episode uh, but come to find out that the camera was out of focus and the recorder the recording levels were way too high so it was all distorted you know and uh, just didn't just didn't live up to my high standards for my podcasting so here we are just gonna try and pull something together the last minute for you while we're doing dishes it's a it's a busy 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 fun filled week and still a lot of stuff left to do and the week has got a couple more days left it includes the weekend so uh yeah gonna do it again for you and so here we are we're gonna do dishes and maybe we'll talk about why we're gonna still call this episode Ride in a Car, episode 142, Ride in a Car, even though we're just gonna be doing dishes this whole time, we won't be riding in a car. T 
talk about why that title might still work for this episode. Well, what you see me doing here is I'm washing dishes with my GoPro on, and so that's so I can give you a little experience of the dish doing as I do them. It's kind of a little experiential episode because, you know, I, I, I love talking, you know, and, and sharing with, with you. It's fun to share and, and yet, you know, it's kind of just my voice and my picture and, and how can I give you more of the, the my, of my experience short of using language and drawing pictures with my words? Well, I can, I can kind of just flip to this thing I'm doing here and, and, and you can be, you can feel like you're doing dishes too, that we're doing them together, that we're in this kitchen together and it's like we're a couple and we're we just had a great dinner together and we're cleaning up with with each other just sharing life and I can look over you can see me but at the same time here we are focusing on the task at hand dishes so uh, what happened this past week well if you uh, if you've been listening for a while you know that we're we're coming on to iteration two here, and that was due on May the 13th. That was the original due date for it. But then I realized that the film festival that we were shooting for, the Lorcano Film Festival in Switzerland, had a late entry date. And so we're gonna just go with that. We're gonna go with that late entry date, which is June 1st. So that's lucky. That's super lucky that we actually um, are able to push the date back a little tiny bit um, and uh, and so what happened was once I knew that there was kind of, well, yeah, it was kind of like I was feeling I was feeling in a strong intuition this is kind of all kind of coming together at the same time finding out about this late entry date but I I, I think finding about finding out about the late entry date was kind of like it kind of Potential, potentiated. There we go. This this intuition that had been kind of in the background. I, see, there's this big financial task that's kind of been on my in my queue for a while, and it's a little it's a little daunting. It kind of has to get done before the movie is done. It's kind of when I was like, oh, you know, I can put it off a little longer while I do production, blah blah blah. But all of a sudden, I just got this really powerful intuition that I should just focus my energy on it for four or five days and just bang it off and be done with it once and for all. And how good would that feel if that was actually completely done and out of my face? I could then dedicate all my energy, all my imagination to this movie without having this, this thing kind of hanging over me and, and well, not hanging over me necessarily, but just just there waiting, knowing that that had to be done. And, and also a little, bit of, a little bit of fear because I wasn't exactly sure how I was gonna get it done. How was I going to actually accomplish this big thing? It was, it was a bit of a, bit of a, I don't know, a, a mystery. All right, and so 
after I figured out that there was a little bit of a later entry date for Lorcano and that iteration two could be pushed back a bit, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just jump on that. I'm just gonna do that task. So, pardon me, I got on it. And, um, you know, I, I spent, I spent uh, probably four or five days on it. And I have to admit, it's not done. It's not done, but, but, the outcome is I now understand how to finish that task. That task is now, it, it, it feels a lot more done because the mystery, the scariness about how it was going to get accomplished is gone. I'm like, okay, I just have to put some time into this and it'll, it'll all resolve. So that feels, that feels kind of done in a way. I'm, I'm encouraging the feeling of doneness about that particular task. And I am also super looking forward to getting it done. Now, several episodes back, several episodes, maybe like 12 or something like that, I was working on a piece of this financial piece, which I did finish. But what was unique about that time was that I decided to water fast and work on this thing because I had heard my, my research had, had indicated that when you start to water fast, you switch over to this different fuel utilization called t ketones off of glucose and on the ketones. And, and that was associated, running on ketones is associated with this crazy, these crazy cognitive uh, enhancements. So I was like, okay, well, let's just go on this water fast and see... I just work on the accounting, work on this financial stuff I had to do. So, and I actually, I actually had a lot of great results. I did get this, this major phase of this financial thing done in, during that water fast. So I was like, this is cool. So I decided to repeat that experiment. I had been wanting to water fast to take a longer water fast for a while. And so I, indeed, I embarked on this, adventure and I, I I was actually quite a ways into this water fast when I made this decision to do this uh, financial task and uh, I ended up going 12 days on this water fast and uh, you know it's interesting how the world how things you know kind of evolve and and unfold because you know I thought Back when I was doing my first water fast, I'm like, oh, you know, three, five days, that's pretty, without any food, that's impressive, that's badass. Um, but you know what it turns out, let me go check the camera here real quick, just to make sure we're still recording. Stand by. Let's come over here for a second. Take a little peek. Yeah, we're still on. I'm going to stop it. I kind of lost my train of thought there. Shucks. Well, it'll come back. It'll come back. Um... Accounting, financials. Oh, oh. So when I was originally, when I originally was doing the what, like the water fasting, and I was exploring it, it's like okay, you know, three to five days, that's pretty good. But then I was reading in my fasting book, it's like, yeah, you know, to really get the benefits out of a water fast, you want to go like seven to fourteen days. I'm like seven to fourteen days. That sounds kind of insane. And I heard from my brother Steve that he'd done some years back, he did 11 days. I'm like, 
shit, he's holding the family record. That does, that's not going to work for me. I got to do something about that. So I had this plan. All right, uh, fine, a longer, longer water fast. Let's go for 13 days. Let's just kind of crush his record and see what 13 days on a water fast is like. And what happened was, as I got farther along, this was a little, this longer water fast started out rougher than my five to seven day water fast. My last record was seven days, I guess. I think so, yeah, seven days. And so this one started out a little rougher, it was a little tougher. And uh, now here's the crazy thing. So I was doing this water fast. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm shooting for 13 days, blah, blah. And I'm around day 10, 11, something like that. And I started doing some more research. It turns out that the Russians have done this research on water fasting and that there's a whole, there's this whole like stages, the, the stages, the chapters, whatever of water fasting. And, and that really these Russians found out that 30 days is pretty much what the full cycle is for your body to do a full reset on water fasting. Now, I know I've talked about this before, but quick, uh, quick recap, you know, when you water fast, what happens is your body goes into ketosis, but it also, it also goes and begins to, to tear apart damaged and malfunctioning cells and scavenge them for parts, basically, for components and, and raw, raw materials. So you're in the process of water fasting. Your metabolism doesn't like slow down. Like, oh, I'm, I don't have any food, so I'm just going to slow down and do nothing. No, you can like exercise and, and, and you know, do complicated mathematical operations and financial stuff. You can, you can think really well and you can actually perform pretty well. And the idea is that, you know, well, if you're in the, you know, whatever, you're hunting wild animals, you haven't eaten in four or five days, and you're hunting wild animals, you're foraging for food, maybe like some uh, difficult to see little mushroom or something that you know you can eat. You don't wanna be dumber. You don't wanna be less athletic. Your body wants to be more than it normally is. So it's got a better chance of actually finding food, hunting down game, whatever. So that's the theory behind this enhancement thing. But also, okay, so back to the renewal. So you're doing this fasting and your organs are shrinking. Your organs are shrinking. They're getting rid of tissue and cells that aren't optimal and leaving behind only the stuff that's working really well. And so all your organs shrink as they lose this tissue. And then when you start eating again, you basically, it's like stem cells. You're putting back all fresh new stuff from the the, the, whatever, the optimal organ tissue <laughs> that remains after the fast. Well, these Russians found out that this entire cycle of renewal takes 30 days, 21 to 30 days. So now it's like, fuck, you know, start out with five to seven days. I thought that was long. Turns out that you want to go seven to 14. No, no, it turns out you got to go 21 to 30. It's like, gee, willikers, you know, what's going to happen if I try and do that? Am I going to find out, oh, you have to fast for a year, and then it'll work. Anyway, so, but I, I, here's the, here's the uh, anecdotal, the anecdotal um, update. What happened was, I need to drink some water. Hang on. Stand by. 
not many edits in this. You get to see me drink water. I know that's like some people, that's like their favorite part of the podcast. I get all these letters and people say, God, I love it when you drink water. That's like, I don't know what that's about, but shit, I'll drink water. I'm down with that. I want, I want, I want to deliver what my people want. Here we go. I think the reason that people enjoy seeing and hearing me drink water is because when I drink water for the podcast, I, I, I bring my full presence to that. And, you know, that, that basically means I'm like virtuosically drinking water. And, and people love to, to experience virtuosity and, and, and see the... the, the uh, the possibilities I'd like to see the human potential being being fulfilled and realized and also I just want to say that you know this is again authentic sounds of doing dishes here in the soundtrack because it's all about you know sharing you know giving a, a full experience of sharing so uh, we were talking about we were talking about fasting, water fasting. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. I kind of, kind of, uh, kind of learned some lessons here. I kind of, it's a little bit of a fuck up because, so I was going 12 days and I thought to myself, you know, I could really do 21. I could do it, but I'm going to Chicago in a four or five days. And I, I kind of want to eat food while I'm in Chicago. I don't really want to be water fasting. You know, this is, this is not necessarily something I want to do that when I'm not at home. Um, and I know that's probably, that's, that's probably a little bit of fear there, a little fear, but also just like, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to go to Chicago and, and go to eat pizza and, and maybe, you know, really good Thai food and vegetarian Indian food, because that's the kind of stuff that's in a big city and you want to go and experience that. Anyway, so I'm like, all right, and, and plus I'm going with a couple other people and blah, blah, blah. So I'd like to gently get off this water fast and, uh, you know, it would be amazing to do 30 days or 21 days and let, oh, oh, I forgot the last part. So, so what happens is as your body, um, as your body discar scavenges um, the, the broken cells, the damaged and malfunctioning cells, and your organs shrink down as they get rid of get rid of those cells, leaving only the best cells. There's a point during the fast, maybe between the 21 and 30 days, maybe a little bit longer, where your body just says to you, "Okay, fast is complete. It's just you just it's just done, and you know it." And and they talk about the signs about how you know when you're done. Now at 12 days, I pretty was pretty clear I wasn't done. My tongue was just beginning to clear. The white, filmy stuff that I had on my tongue was beginning to, to open up and disappear. But, you know, only about a quarter of my tongue was clear. And, and I was, you know, I was drinking a ton of water. My body was just calling for water all the time. And I was drinking, drinking, drinking. I'm, you know, I'm kind of drinking now in that way. I don't, in a way, I still feel like I'm sort of on the feeling that fast, like it's not over. Um, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm needing water. 
in a very in a very strong way your your urges for water but I'm like okay I'm gonna go off this fast and I did go off it kind of slowly um, but it, it's been bumpy it's been bumpy I don't think it's completely I don't I don't I kind of wish I hadn't stopped I kind of wished I'd been able to finish and now I'm kind of just riding out sort of the aftershocks of eating food again and again it tastes good you know I'm enjoying eating food but it's it's not quite the fulfilling mind-boggling experience that I was you know thinking I was gonna have when I stopped my water fast so lessons lessons learning uh, awareness being expanded so uh, yeah so that's just a little bit of a, a little bit of an update about water fasting and I'll say this too if you're thinking about water fasting um, if that's something that's interesting to you if oh I have to do so I will say this I definitely lost a lot of aches and pains other things that I had going on in my body that were you know kind of bothering me a little bit that are now they just disappeared while I was fasting and that was kind of amazing so the idea of renewal and, re and, and regeneration is real, I think. But to let the process complete on its own, that's the, that's the part that's important. So who knows, maybe after I'm done, if I get back from Chicago, I'll be like, fuck, I'll just start fasting again. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That would, you know, if I did a month after I got back from Chicago, that would put me at, you know, June 20th. Still plenty of summer left, you know, lots of eating opportunities, lots of fun social stuff going on. Anyway, so there's the, there's the story of the water fast, 12 days of water fasting. Uh, and uh, so what about the movie? What's going on with the movie? So um, I've got a pretty cool prop that I had made. I'm pretty excited about. I'm going to go pick it up Monday. Uh, it was a very difficult thing to acquire. And so I'm pretty, I'm pretty grateful, I'm pretty appreciative that the universe provided me with the opportunity to get this prop made. Um, and meanwhile, Greg is working on a miniature that goes along with this prop. I'm not going to talk too much about exactly what it is. As I said, I'm, I'm not doing so many spoilers in, uh, in The Daughter of Godcast anymore. It's all on Y.movie. If you're really curious, you want to find out what I'm talking about, you probably could poke around there and, and find out. Um, but uh, I'm really happy and excited that this prop that I was really interested in putting into the movie is now going to be a reality. And it looks from the pictures, the pictures of the fabrication place that they sent me today, that it's, uh, it's, it's pretty close to what I needed. So, awesome. Um, and what else? Uh, so, I have... I have a couple scenes, big scenes left to go that are basically, they're, they're part of iteration two. I think, I think I'll be able to get them done uh, before the 1st of June. I get back from uh, Chicago on the 18th, 19th, and so that's like 10 days to whip off iteration two. It's a little close. Oof, excuse me, it's a little close. That's fasting stuff still kind of going on there. Um, fasting aftershocks so uh, but these two scenes um, and and you know they're kind of weather dependent they're outdoor scenes 
So I, we, we have Joe, Uncle Joe is not Uncle Joe anymore, he's Buffalo Joe, he's kind of transformed a little bit. And he's traveling, 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 and he meets, he meets the box, and he has a conversation with the box, and the box uh, kind of gives him some up, gets him up to speed on some things that have happened, and, and then he has to go and travel to another location to meet Veronique and the basically the big climax of the film so uh but there's traveling shots and i you know i have shot a lot of stuff of buffalo joe traveling um so far but it was all pre-spring all pre-spring stuff no leaves in the trees kind of wintry looking uh, not snow i i i, I you know I, I could put some snowy scenes in there it's possible maybe i could i could integrate snow but i definitely got some very uh, desolate, bleak-looking scenes of winter and Joe traveling in them. And I realized, well, you know what? I'm really not going to be able to shoot these scenes until mid to late May, so we need some transition. So what I decided to do was to shoot a little bit more of Joe traveling as the leaves come out and things bud. So that is kind of cool because it's not just Joe traveling through space over different terrains, but now we can see Joe traveling in time as, as the scenery changes, as spring comes. And it's also the, the symbolic beginning, a new beginning that he's, that he's approaching as things bloom, begin to, to bud out and bloom from the desolation of the, of the, of the post-apocalypse by analogy. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, what happened today was, oops, sorry, a little too loud there. So what happened today was, um, I was saying this to Melanie, like I really need to shoot some spring stuff because by the time we get back from Chicago, we're gonna have a lot more bloomage and a lot more leaves out and it's just gonna be too abrupt to change. So I need a little bit of bud, of just basic, very light, sparse green. So we went out today and we shot. And it worked out pretty well. We got three little miniature scenes of Joe walking through springy, you know, sorts of sort of places, and a, a nice, fo nice couple different forest locations, and a pretty neat little swampy location. And so, and in the swampy location, there was wild swamp flowers in the shot, and that shot turned out pretty good. So yeah, I think I think we're in a pretty good place now. And uh, maybe when we come back from Chicago, we'll shoot a little bit more of that with a little bit more greenery. And then with luck, when we put it all together, we'll feel this transition from, from deep winter desolation feeling. But now, you know, and maybe it's good that there's no snow, but deep winter desolation feeling to this awakening. And then we have Joe, we can shoot Joe in another week or so. Uh, meeting up with the box in this spring sort of feeling and then and then we can have Joe meeting up with Veronica in a slightly more bloomed out situation and then we've got this lovely transition of of the seasons changing and a real feeling that that it took Joe a long time to get from these through the, to these different places traveling on foot for the most part, hint, hint. I think I've already talked about the fact that Joe, after Joe meets the box, he gets, 
an alternative, he, he gets to, he acquires an alternative mode of transportation that gets him to see Veronica or Veronique much quicker. And so again, I'm just talking about the, the not so much the story of the movie, but the, the logistics of shooting and making sure we have some, some continuity and consistency in the way scenes flow. So uh, yeah, there you go. The Daughter of Godcast, episode 142, Ride in the Car. What's the ride in the car part? We're going to Chicago tomorrow morning early. Heather's showing up here at around 8.30 in the a.m. And then uh, we go down and pick up Melanie and we're driving down to Chicago. Five and a half hours in the car. Gonna stay just about 24 hours. And then five and a half hours in the car coming back. So we're gonna go for a ride in the car. A ride in the car. And you know, I could have recorded this episode while we're driving, 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 but you know. And yeah, so thanks a lot for listening and, and you know, just listening to the to the ramble, the news, just being alive with me here and on planet Earth, and uh, enjoying the dish cam that we got going on here. Look at that! Wow, it looks kind of kind of nasty in there.